Welcome to the Divorce Angel Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Summerton. Attention business owners, senior managers and executives, your successful separation begins right now. We have the answers to the questions you did not even think to ask. Let's face it, you're already successful in your career and we're here to help expand your knowledge and limit your cost by designing a strategy for your divorce. We take all that business knowledge you've acquired and we put it to work. With proven strategies, systems and processes, we've saved our clients tens of thousands in legal fees and helped define their future. And now we're doing the unthinkable. We're revealing the secrets the lawyers have tried to hide and giving you our formula for five steps to a seamless divorce. We're changing the world one divorce at a time, so stay tuned. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Divorce Angel Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Summerton. Once again, it is so great to be here. I love bringing these episodes to you. And the reason being, I think, is because, I don't know, I'm so hungry for information and to work out why we do what we do. Because let's let's just think about this. It's interesting how we go through these life events, many of us, and what happens is they change us. They change us in a way that we could really never go back to the person that we were before we experienced the event. For some people, it might happen because a major loss happens in their life. So it could be the loss of a spouse or a child or something terrible like that. But for many of you listening to the podcast, it's obviously because you're going through a divorce or it could just simply be a separation. Here's the thing. What happens is after you go through something like a divorce, because it upsets your whole life, it let's imagine that all of a sudden you're throwing everything that you know to be real up into the air, and what you're doing is you're waiting for whatever comes down to stick to actually fully understand, oh, that's true, that's not true, or whatever the case may be. So what I'm trying to explain there in that metaphor is if you imagine all the stuff that doesn't come down, it's stuck up there, wherever that there is, that's all the things that you probably knew that weren't right. You probably knew things needed to change. But it wasn't until later on that you really thought about it or they never, ever came back to you that you realized they were wrong. So the easiest way to explain this to you would be a knowing. So you have a knowing. You know without a shadow of a doubt what should be happening and what shouldn't be happening. So today on a call with a a client, I asked her, a question and she said I don't know the answer and then something I always like to say and this is something you could use would be if I did know the answer what would it be because subconsciously you actually know you know what it is that you're searching for you know what it is that is right or wrong you just have a blockage there so when you say to yourself If I knew what it was, what would it be? 
the answer will come to you. You might have to sit on it for a few days, but it will come to you. So if you've got a time in your life or there's a difficult decision you're going through right now and you don't know what the answer might be, then just say that to yourself before you go to bed at night or throughout the day. If I knew the answer to whatever the problem might be, X, Y, and Z, what would the answer be? Right, so today I want to talk to you about being a conscious seeker. And you might say, Tanya, what is a conscious seeker? A conscious seeker is someone who who they they want to be free. They want to find their own being again. You've heard me talk before, if you've been listening to the podcast long enough, you've heard me say that the turning point for me was when my mum said, I want the old Tanya back. So the old Tanya is really my own being. It was a person I was probably born to be, but throughout habit and throughout trying to make someone else happy, beliefs, negative feelings that I had, and attitudes towards not only myself but towards others and how I interpreted things, I became someone that wasn't Tanya. You could say Tanya 2.0. But Tanya 1.0 is the conscious seeker that when I got divorced, I was trying to find her again. I was looking for a way to get back to that pure person that I always knew I had to be. So what does it feel like to let go of negative and hurtful feelings? Let me explain to you something. If right now you feel like there is a weight on your shoulders or you feel like there's such pressure inside of you, that is what it's like when you hold on to negative emotions. And you might think, Tanya, you're all over the shop in this podcast, but I'm coming around full circle, so just bear with me. Negative emotions are what the conscious seeker is trying to get rid of because it's those negative emotions that hold us back. So if we go back to what does it feel like to have negative emotions, as I said, it's like a weight on your shoulders. It's like this pressure building up. So imagine you're a pressure cooker and you're just waiting to burst. That's what it's like when you carry around all of the negativity from your relationship breakup, all the things that have gone wrong throughout the period of your relationship that's actually called the cause, the catalyst to then end it. Another way of looking at it is imagine that all of these emotions that I'm talking about right now are a big beach ball and you're at the beach and you're pushing the ball under the, under the water. You know, the pressure that it takes to hold that under the water is pretty full on. But then when you stand back and you release it, the ball just goes flying into the air with the water. So you're sort of getting what I mean, don't, aren't you? And it's those feelings that we as conscious seekers are looking to dispel, 
And the best way of talking about this would be saying, we're looking for a surrendered state. And that means to be free of all of the inner conflict and all of the negativity that you will have heard me talk about on many occasions when we tell ourselves, I'm not good enough. I can't do this alone. I don't have enough money. I'm not smart enough. My mum or dad was divorced and look where they turned up. You know, money doesn't grow on trees, so I'm never going to be able to survive this alone. I'm too old, which is something that is very common that I hear. All of those things are these inner conflict that we have going on in us. But I want to get you to a state of well-being. And so that's what the conscious seeker is out there looking for. So let me just explain you or explain this to you. So we as human beings, or you could just say, let's say the human body. The human body has thoughts, correct? But what we do is we also have this programming and we carry around within us this reservoir of beliefs, of negative feelings, attitudes, emotions, and these stories and interpretations that we've learnt over the time that we've been in our previous relationship. So in other words, we've, we've become the person we are today, even though that's truly not who we were meant to be. We've been acclimatised to become who we are. And this especially happened to me. So I'm not telling you anything that I didn't go through myself. And then from these reservoir of beliefs and feelings that we carry around, these cause pressures. They cause expectations and problems in our lives. And many cases, if you can't get rid of these negative feelings, What happens is they turn into illnesses. So there's research out there that actually confirms this. People who are highly stressed, who are anxious, um, who have, um, you know, negative feelings about themselves will get ill, will get cancers and other illness because their bodies, their cell, the cells in their bodies are dealing with these stress hormones all the time. It's just not good for us. So I'm just going to recap again. So we have these reservoirs of beliefs and negative feelings. And then these beliefs cause these pressures, which cause expectations and illnesses. The next part is the human condition then tries to run away and hide. And these actions as well causes misery. So rather than face up, to what's going wrong or what we're feeling. We don't want to feel the feels that come with all of these emotions. So what we do is we try and hide or we ignore them or we run away. Or in today's lifestyle, what we'll do is we'll get out a bottle of wine, we'll sit down and watch Netflix, we'll, um, you know, overindulge in chocolate or whatever it is. We're doing all those things because that's the human condition's way of not facing what we need to face. So rather than actually address whatever is causing the pressure, we run away from it. We ignore it. We try and 
think that it's not there. Then what happens after that is when we feel constantly threatened from both these internal feelings and whatever is happening external. So the external factors could be your partner giving you a hard time. It could be your mother-in-law sending you a text message or someone that used to be a friend having a go at you. It could be someone saying something about the children not being looked after how they used, used to be. Not sure. could be something like that. But what happens is after we feel or we run away from all of these, these emotions, what we then do is we start to have these inner dialogues with ourselves telling ourselves once again we're not good good enough and all of these things or we have external factors where we've got someone telling us we're not good enough and we believe it and this happens in many occasions when um, husbands or wives will say to their ex-partner you'll never do this alone you're you know, you're not able to do this, you need me, you'll never be able to afford it, you can't look after the children like I can, whatever. All of those external factors, they all add to this equation. So I'm just going to recap again so you get it. These are the programmings that we live by today. So we carry around these reservoirs of beliefs, negative feelings and attitudes. From there, These cause pressures and expectations on us and these cause us illness and problems. Then the next part is our human condition tries to run away and ignore these things. We don't want to address it. We go and hide. That's why we drink or we overeat or we ignore or we, we go out to parties, whatever it is. We do not want to face our problems. And then the next bit is we feel constantly threatened and the threat comes from internal. It comes from our own narrative that we've got going around on loop in our mind or it comes from external factors from our ex-partners or whoever who are putting their expectations on us or their interpretations of what we should or should not do. The next part of this is during all all of this programming momentarily we feel joy and happiness and it's just there for a fleeting moment it gives us hope and it's that hope that we need to build on it's that joy or happiness that we want more of and we think oh we've had a little bit of this now we just need to find it. It's not that far away. It, you know, We've just had it, so it will come back. There's no doubt about it. But this is the problem with the conscious seeker. What happens is we just go back again to the reservoir of beliefs and negative feelings and attitudes. And the circle perpetuates over and over again. How do I know this? Well, I lived it. I lived it for many, many years and I watch my clients live it now. The other thing that is so critical here is you've heard me talk about before content and context. 
So I can take you out of your content of your life, which is your house, which is your car, which is your job, even the family members or the friends that you spend your time with. And a lot of people going through a divorce do this. They think, I'm just going to change the content of my life and everything is going to be okay. I'm going to be a brand new person. But that's where the mistakes happen. And I'm sure you're starting to discover this, aren't you? You can see this. To be a conscious seeker, you have to change the context of your life. And to change the context means you must change that reservoir of beliefs and feelings and attitudes. You must change them to something different because if you don't, you are going to continually perpetuate this circle of what I've just discussed with you now. So you might be asking, okay, Tanya, well, how do we change these beliefs and negative feelings? What do we do? Well, it's simple. My mentor used to say all the time, just stop it. Just stop it. And I'd say to myself, it can't be that simple. But it is. It is as simple as just letting go. So what I have now got really good at is fully understanding when I feel an emotion or a negative feeling or an attitude towards someone that's probably not what I want or what I intended. I make myself truly aware of what that was and where it came from in my body. I I sort of feel it, whether it be my stomach, my heart, my head. I acknowledge it. I welcome it. And then I let it go. So if, as you can see, what I'm doing there is I'm not doing what the human condition has been doing for centuries. I'm not running away from it or ignoring it. I'm accepting it. I'm appreciating it. I'm aware of it. But by acknowledging it, it dissipates. It dissolves. It goes away. But before what I was doing, I was just ignoring it. I was pretending like it wasn't there. I was pretending like, no, I, I'm not really feeling this or I'm not really thinking this. Yet I was. So by doing this little exercise, what I've found is becoming a conscious seeker has become so much easier because all of a sudden, I am fully aware of what I'm feeling most of the time. I'm addressing it. I'm acknowledging it. And I'm just waving goodbye. I'm letting it go or I'm just stopping it. And if you wanted to test this, let me give you just an idea of what happened to me one day this week. I had a toothache. So what I thought I'd do, I felt the pain in my tooth. And I thought, okay, let's just think about this. So my tooth was hurting and I went to bed and I didn't take anything. But what I did is I laid there and I was so fully grateful, truly grateful 
that my heart was pounding, for my mouth, for my teeth. I was happy that they were able to feed my body, happy that they allowed me to bite sticky tape to wrap presents. And there was a few other weird and wonderful things that I was thinking of when I was grateful for my teeth. What happened is after I felt so grateful for my teeth, I noticed the pain in my mouth all of a sudden started to subside. It wasn't as sharp as it had been. And then I continued this. I was aware of the pain, but I was also thinking about all of the great things my teeth had allowed me to eat, had allowed me to experience. And before long, the whole pain had just gone. I'd acknowledged it. And then I let it go and it just stopped. And it might sound really, really strange, but I promise you this worked. So a group of us have been trialing this very um, formula over the last few months. And I can say we've tried it in many different areas of our life and it has worked. It has worked like it's, it's like it's so simple but it works. So for you, if you're dealing with all of these emotions right now and you're wondering how you're going to get through it, but you truly want to be happy and joyful, but all you feel is all of the negativity and the worry and the fear, just acknowledge what you're feeling. Ask yourself, why is it here? What's it telling you? accept it and be grateful for it be truly grateful for what it's telling you and then just let it go and then what happens just like the pressure cooker the there's no pressure left you can't explode because you've addressed what was causing the pressure in the first place so hopefully this makes sense i'd love you to give this a go Send me an email. Try it out. Tell me if it's worked for you because it's certainly been working for a lot of us and it's been amazing. And I want you to be a conscious seeker too because I want you to be happy and joyful. All right, that's it for this week. I've really looked forward to chatting with you. It's quite late here tonight where I live and um, I normally do my podcasts during the day but I just really felt like doing this one today I really enjoyed um, learning how to use these tools and just let go to just stop it it's not worth it all right my darlings I will talk to you again next week bye for now thanks for listening to the divorce angel podcast go behind the scenes of my business to learn the secrets no one else will share deep dive into the divorce angel process and listen to our most popular episodes over at tanyasummerton.com if you love this episode of the podcast do me a favor and head over to itunes and subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives that's all for now and i'll catch up with you next week